This is Lords of Order, a Dr. Fate fan podcast, and I'm your host, Ed Moore. You can send email to Big Time Noise, excuse me, to the Dr. Fate podcast at gmail.com. You can leave comments at bigtimenoise.com slash drfate or on Facebook and Google Plus at Lords of Order. The book this episode is Earth 2, Issue 17, written by Tom Taylor, penciled by Nicholas Scott, inked by Trevor Scott, lettered by Desi Sienti, and colored by Pete Pentasis. To start the story, we have a several-page recap of what has recently gone on with the World Army slash Flash Dr. Fate Green Lantern Wonders Consortium falling to the evil Steppenwolf and his minions, Brutal, Beguiler, and Bedlam. Uh, Brutal, who turned out to be, so far as we know, Superman in disguise, who once Steppenwolf had declared that he had won the Earth in this encounter with the World Army, killed him, and basically... The you know the strongest is the one that's in charge. So now Superman is going to rule the Earth. Having killed Steppenwolf, he unleashed this huge, massive energy surge that has just trashed from the Middle East through Europe. Just a big gouge in the planet. The actual story opens at the World Army headquarters, where General Lane. Uh, is involved in some sort of experiment. He's got a technician here. And they're uploading programming, I would assume, into the body of Red Tornado. Uh, Now, in a previous issue, we saw Red Tornado 1.2, and this looks to be her. When the programming is done, Red Tornado says Dad, and he says Lois. Uh, So being General Lane, I assume that this is Lois Lane. I believe Lois Lane died during the war, the Apocalyptian War. But General Lane, as we'll find out a little bit later on, feels that Lois's connection with Superman will be able to halt Superman's rampage or be able to stop whatever it is that he is currently doing because of the connection that they once had. So with that, we move to Superman and see that Yes, indeed. Basically, nothing is stopping him. He has made it to the World Army headquarters, where the remaining wonders, both World Army and unaffiliated, have gathered, as well as Amir Khan, the leader of the World Army forces. Uh, they're, they're just—they're absolutely powerless. They have no idea what to do to try to stop Superman until Doctor Fate indicates that perhaps magic can stop him. Cutting back to General Lane and Red Tornado, we see that one of his soldiers, a soldier by the name of Kato, Major uh, Major Sato, Sato, S-A-T-O, Major Sato, comes to report that someone has broken into their level of the building, and I take it that this is the same building that Amir Khan and the other wonders are in, the, the main headquarters building. And it's making its way to the lower levels of the building where they have things in storage, incarcerated, incapacitated, whatever. And the fear is that whatever has gotten into the building is going to get there 
and release things that should not be released. So the general has given the major orders that if they are not able to stop whomever, whatever this is, infiltrating, to cut life support on everything down there to where nothing can get out alive. So she heads off on her way. We see several soldiers, you know, in a corridor attempting to stop whatever this is breaking in. They are uh, attacked via a red mist, and out of the mist leaps Batman, and he pummels the three of them into submission, continues on his merry way. We cut back to where all the wonders are talking with Khalid, uh, who is the human host for Dr. Fate, convincing him that no matter what happens, he at least needs to go try, because even in the effort, if he's not successful, it may halt or slow Superman's rampage for a period of time. So he goes out, Superman uh, is ready for him, he's been waiting and expecting Dr. Fate to do something, he is familiar with Dr. Fate, grabs him by the throat, slams him into the roof of the headquarters building, saying, you think I couldn't hear you talking about me in there. So there you go. He then, uh, Superman, flies down and starts stomping on the head of Dr. Fate, time after time after time, until finally he causes the roof of the building to collapse down onto the level below it, that to collapse onto the level below it, and so forth and so on, as he's repeatedly stomping that hard onto uh, Khalid's face. So the, the building is being destroyed, as well as Dr. Fate. In the midst of this, Dr. Fate suddenly disappears in a rainbowish cascade of color that we recognize as the Flash, and then on the next page we see the Flash some point away running, having carried Dr. Fate out of there. Flash is yelling for a medic uh, as he goes to a kind of a rendezvous point of, of people here. A medic is approaching as is Red Arrow. Dr. Fate, though, is kind of messed up for some reason. Uh, damage to his head or maybe damage to his helmet, I suspect. He says crumbles, crumbles. Uh, the space door opens, crumbles. The queen, it crumbles green. Crumbles, the queen. Speed broken, the child, the resurrected hope, angel in the slaughter, they come from the fires, the alien, crumbles green, it crumbles, and then he finally says crumbles. Red Arrow says, I don't know if this is just insanity or if it's prophetic, but either way, it's a pretty one-sided conversation. So the Flash uh, heads back out, determined that he now is going to try to do something to stop or slow Superman as uh, Dr. Fate was unable to. We cut back to the laboratory wherein General Lane was. See that it is in some portion of the building that was destroyed during Superman's pummeling of Dr. Fate. The Red Tornado um, synthoid robot android LMD, whatever it's going to turn out to be, is uh, digging its way out and finds General Lane, who has uh, effectively been smushed. And they have a little conversation here wherein he tells her why uh, her consciousness was put into this body and, and basically what her mission is. The final little vignette of the story is the bottom most 
parts of uh, the headquarters where we do indeed see that many creatures are held in uh, stasis, apparently. Trapped, or not trapped, um, imprisoned, I guess is what it was, by the, these must be evil wonders imprisoned by the world army forces. And we have Major Sato here in radio contact with her soldiers that are just absolutely powerless to stop Batman. He's just eating them alive. He gets there into the vault uh, room where all these other wonders are and has a conversation with Sato. And basically it ends with him saying, after she throws out the words criminals and madmen, Batman finishes with, I've been both of these things, but the world's scarred and burning, dark gods preparing to claim it. Criminals and madmen may be Earth's only hope. And it's an interesting Batman. It's, it's of course, the dark black suit with the ears and the, and the cowl. Red eyes, but the bat symbol on the front is, is, is in red with uh, this outline-ish kind of shape or chevron around it. Very... Uh, ominous, much more ominous-looking Batman outfit than we've we've seen in a little while. So that may well be the first time I believe that Batman has actually appeared in this book. Uh, I have read some other books, and I, I already know who Batman is. Spoilers: uh, He's the father to the Batman that died. This is Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father, who in that Batman was taken from us, felt that there was a need for a Batman, and so he took up the mantle. Uh, He's much older than Batman ever was in doing it. Uh, Goes about things a little bit more viciously than the regular Batman would have, perhaps because he's older and jaded, perhaps because of what happened to his son, Uh, You know, perhaps that's just the way they wanted to write him, with a a harsher character. I don't know. So we have the return of Superman, who is evil, and we have the return of Batman, who has been hiding in the shadows for a little while, doing stuff, but not being out in the the open, out in the public. So that's two of the three that have come back. Um, Not having read ahead, really, I wonder if Wonder Woman is coming back, or if perhaps Fury, who we haven't seen in a while, is going to assume her mantle. So, when we still haven't seen anything from Scott Free or Big Barda in their fight with Fury to find Batman from several issues back, Batman is here. They're there in Gotham, uh, supposedly. So, maybe they'll start turning up here soon, too. Actually, this is as far in the Earth 2 books, uh, yeah, the Earth 2 book as I've read. So, I need to sit down and, and read up a little bit on what has happened since then, I think. The book is in probably the mid to late 20s at this point. And next time out, we have more Fate from the 40s via More Fun Comics issue 59, which that issue also can be found in that Golden Age Dr. Fate Archives book that I mentioned last episode. If you want to find the story from issue 59 of More Fun Comics. That is the only place that it's been reprinted. Until then, see you guys next time. Lords of Order is a Teal production, and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative 3.0 unported license.